Welcome to A Year in the Bible with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Day 167, Job chapters 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. You can't prove your innocence. Day 167. We're all still listening in on Job and his discussions with his friends who've come to comfort him in his suffering. I think it's good to have someone to sit with me when I'm hurting and in a hard place. I've sat in lots of hospital rooms, funeral homes, and living rooms in my lifetime as a friend and a pastor. We need to know we're not alone. That suffering, it's no fun, and it's extremely hard. I've learned over the years I cannot imagine how my friend is suffering and really feel what they feel, but I can be with them, and I can remind them that they are loved and not alone. Job's friends have come to be with him, but their words wound more than they heal. They keep saying, there must be a problem here. Unfortunately, Job knows there is no problem. He's a righteous man, a righteous man before God, not because he's perfect, but because Job has trusted God for his righteousness. His friends hypothesize, well, you must be guilty of something. (laughs) In Job chapter 9, verse 2, Job is speaking. How can mere mortals prove their innocence before God? So this is the crux of the matter. We can't prove our innocence before people either. This is why the law in America puts the burden on the state or the government to prove without a doubt before we pronounce guilt. If you say, Doyle robbed the candy store. I know I didn't. I was not even in the candy store. I only have to have two words to respond. Prove it. See, I will never be able to prove my innocence. And it's unlikely for me to prove someone else did the deed of stealing the candy from the candy store. All the evidence of our guilt and sin. So what's amazing is about the gospel of Jesus Christ, of God. It has all the evidence of our guilt and our sin But Jesus chose, as God, to go to the cross. And he says, let's say it was me, so Doyle and all who love me can go free. See, God proved our innocence by identifying himself as fully human for our case. Well, that's how we see the gospel in the book of Job. Chapter 8, Bildad says, Seek God earnestly in verse 5 and 6, and God will restore you. Job knows this, but he is waiting, just looking for and and waiting for God to show up. Job describes in chapter 9 how hard it is to speak to God when you're hurting and broken. Chapter 10, Job says, I loathe my very life. It's why I complain. Then Zaphar speaks up in chapter 11 and verse 6. He says, all wisdom has two sides. That means the obvious side of wisdom and the uncommon or hidden side of wisdom. Unfortunately, again, he doesn't know what Job knows or what God knows. 
This is why it's hard to encourage the suffering with words that do not come from God. You can't prove your innocence. Job closes chapter 12 by saying God has the power to humble us all in darkness. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for not leaving us in the darkness. You have illuminated your word, and you have redeemed us. In Jesus' name, amen.